really snapped on we, this song. We, we let it play out a bit more. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Like, very touching experience for me this this evening, this afternoon. This afternoon. Yeah. Just hearing Natasha, you know, sing this beautiful song. It's not even halfway through yet. You That's know, I'm, st I'm watching it go down and just... I'm just crying. <laughs> I got emotional. tears. Real tears. Real chills. 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 We chills. also started a minute early. Chills. We, we started did. a minute early. No, We're don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Will, if you're listening, we, we started at three. You're just behind. I promise yeah. the legal ID played. Time zone. Oh, the We Are Live tweet just tweeted. Thank you, bot. Thanks, bot. Bot on fleek today. On fleek. Well... Uh, we've got a couple things to to talk about in the wide world of sports today. We're going to start with Missouri basketball. We're going to talk a little bit of Super Bowl and some obviously big news in free agency already in the NFL. We're going to talk some MLB, and then we'll have a special guest joining us for that, as well as our our just new uh, you know standing topic, which is the debate between Godzilla and King Kong, which we'll get into later. But let's start out on the hardwood, guys, shall we? Mizzou basketball a uh, little bit tough for the Tigers they they lost they lost recently after finally breaking into the top 10 um, they got blown out by 21 um, to Ole Miss on the road it was a really tough game I to be honest couldn't watch most of it I, tr I tried and I was just getting so disappointed and I ended up just calling it and turn changing the channel um, what did you guys see from this game what went wrong for Missouri and where do you think they might fall in the rankings? Dude, I hate the state of Mississippi, man. What an awful, awful year <laughs> for Missouri down there. I mean, they it was just like Mississippi State. They just shot Mizzou out of the gym. Couldn't miss anything. Mizzou just couldn't. I did notice early in the game, X was just making some really odd decisions with the ball. He was pulling up like on fast breaks like way too early he wasn't making great passes he wasn't playing aggressive and when only like one of Mizzou's like four big players that they need to really contribute in uh Kobe Tillman Drew and X when only one of them are playing well it's a loss 90 percent of the time uh that's what happened on Tuesday only Drew Smith really had a good game Tillman was terrible it was pretty disheartening to watch. The whole game was just a mess. I would not be shocked to see Mizzou drop like eight spots for that. Um, yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, if we had just let the state of Mississippi secede many years ago, this wouldn't be an issue, and Mizzou would only have two losses this season. Um, anyone think that was funny? Um, other than that, this game <laughs> so was a lot like anyway. the Mississippi State game. You know, Mizzou had a, good, a really decent lead going into the half, except this this time around against miss against Ole Miss they were down by 5 going into the half and then that second half they just it took them like 4 minutes to score yeah and that was just something you can't do and the defense really wasn't there in this game like they've had issues with their zone and you know picking up on players crashing and then automatically leaving a wide open 3 mm -hmm. uh, also Mississippi was actually great you know uh going going to the rim like they had some great layups like they were getting around JT, they were getting around Kobe Brown, and it was just a, it was a hard game all around. Um, you know, you can't go back and say anything about it other than you know Mizzou just got outplayed. You know, they honestly weren't that bad. They were shooting uh, forty-two percent from three, 
Mizzou was, which is a lot mm-hmm. better than in recent that's true recent mm-hmm. times. You know, X was over five or he did like over five from three, which is not something you expect from him. But Drew Smith, you know, he stood up from the three. Drew not, Smith, not he, a big three point shooter. He's honestly. turned. He's kind of yeah. turned into a shooter a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's like, more of just a pass first. You know, he'll go to the go to the rim when needed. He'll draw fouls. That's what he's good at. He didn't shoot a single free throw this game. Yeah, yeah. which is something. Or uh, was this game on Wednesday? Yeah, and it was just Wednesday. That's he was. You know, him and Javon Picker were the only two players to have double digit points, mm-hmm. and that's just something weird. Also weird to look at. You know, Jeremiah Tillman only had six. They, that zero just, in the second half. Zero too. in the second half, and it's just they're getting outplayed, and just all around. You know, going into that game, I know Peyton and I. I don't know if you thought this, Jack, but we thought like, okay, this game could honestly be a loss. Oh, I, I thought that too. It was. It's just. It just felt like one of those yeah. games that they drop. We, we are, like Mizzou's not that great on the road. Um, yeah. Not I in, think, in Mississippi at all, as we've discovered. Well, it was Auburn and Alabama. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. So three of the losses, three of the four losses, have come on the road. The only home loss was against Tennessee, and then they beat Tennessee on the on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking at you know the last three games for Ole Miss, you know they they beat Tennessee by two, they beat Auburn by two. And then they just blew Missouri out of the water. Yeah. And that's, you know, a great last three games. Honestly, Ole Miss could be turning around. They do have some great stars. You know, they might be trying to sneak into the into the tournament, but at this point they have some they have too many losses to actually evaluate that. They're eleven and eight now, I believe. Yeah, eleven and eight. They're yeah. seventh in the SEC. They could make so, like I honestly looking at the SEC tournament, they could be a sleeper to not win it, but make it to like the final four. They're a team who would need the SEC tournament, a good performance to to have any chance of jumping into that last mm-hmm. four in consideration. Um I think for for me for Missouri, this is one of the first like the the lucky part of this is we saw Mizzou I feel like do this a lot last year, just drop these kind of random games that you think they'd you'd expect them to kind of win. I mean, especially more so this year because of how good they've been, but I think that's the first time we've seen that. And I think the question then becomes, you know, how do you how do you recover from a game like this? They were obviously on a three-game winning streak beforehand, and you know now they drop this game off. They play Arkansas this Saturday, mm-hmm. which does not, to be honest, get any easier. The game is at home for the Tigers, which they definitely have a home court advantage even with limited fans and whatever. Um, Zero students. Yeah, that is. Yeah, can we talk about that for a second? Sure. Um, I think that is one of the most ridiculous things ever. Um, I know we're in a pandemic. I know the seating is, you know, the percentage of seats that will be filled is a lot less. But, you know, students are what, you know, drives the school. Yeah. And it's their ha- team. It's their team. You know, most, some of these fans, you know, haven't gone to Mizzou. I know they're fans. And they'll, they'll, get, they'll pay for the rally for Ryan. They'll donate. But it's ridiculous that you cannot, that you're not letting the students sit in their own stands. Mm-hmm. Like, it's theirs. Like, it's their student section. And you're just going to have random people in there. And that's ridiculous. And that's, like, off. Like, like we contacted the ticket office and they said, "Oh, we sent out a thing." No, no they didn't. Did they they sent out one person out. at the school got it. You got. Th- they sent out an email about the schedule for the whole week, and you yeah. go to the tickets, you click on the link, and it's only tickets for everyone. Yeah. And that you know you can say like I'm complaining about this, but it's honestly ridiculous that they're, they're not letting Mizzou students go to a Mizzou game. Like, yeah. If I went to you know my high school game, they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, we're not going to let students go to this game because you guys aren't going to donate." We already pay to go to these games. We yeah. Pay. Some people pay almost up to 40000 a year mm-hmm. just to go to the school. You can let them purchase a $10 ticket to go to this game. It's honestly ridiculous, and it's going unnoticed because people just did, never got the email, and they just never thought about going right. to the game. I, I also think, too, like students would donate if they saw, you know, people asking for donations once they went to the game. People would throw a fiver in there or a couple dot. Like, 
I, I agree with you there. It's it's kind of annoying they didn't send out some sort of email because, you know, these are as much as they are, you know, very, very good athletes and you may never see them around on campus because it's a big school. I mean, these are just like high school. These are kids you go to school with and you mm-hmm. want to go support them. Um, I don't know, just from a, a simple perspective. But, yeah, obviously a bummer that, that Mizzou yeah. fans, you know, students can't go to this game. But nevertheless, um, they're playing a pretty solid Arkansas team. Um, who are 15 and five, even better than Ole Miss? You know, what does Mizzou need to do to beat this Arkansas team? Do you know anything about Arkansas that you can say, you know, might give them an edge or, or what have you? They're coming off. They beat Kentucky by one. Um, they had their game against Texas A&M postponed, and they beat Mississippi State before that, who obviously Mizzou lost to. They've also beaten Ole Miss. Um, they lost to Tennessee earlier in the year by just five, um, and then obviously the first matchup, Missouri kind of, you know, beat them by by 12. So. And on the road. So what do you, what do you expect from, from this game, from the, the Razorbacks? Um, I honestly think that this is not a great game to go into after losing to Ole Miss, um, who is you know, currently 11-8. and eight. Not a good look. You know, can probably put some heads down. But, you know, Arkansas, you know, last time they played, they played in Fayetteville. And it was – Mizzou was pretty close with them for a while. You know, Mizzou didn't run away with the, the game until, like, the last 10 minutes. And, like, looking at that, you know – Mizzou can kind of struggle at the beginning of games. We've seen that in the second half. They can either run away with it or the struggles will continue. At this moment, there isn't an actual like uh, money line or spread for the game, but ESPN has uh, Arkansas. Arkansas winning this game close with only a 3% advantage. Um, one thing I would say is that Arkansas likes to score big. They do have a pretty decent center. He's a pretty lanky guy, but he's not stronger than JT. And I, this is JT's game. You know, this is his time. He needs to bully the paint. And, you know, people, if they see JT go up, they're not going up with him. They're right. not going to draw a stupid foul and do that unless they need to. Because they'll, they'll foul JT when they want. Because they know that JT has his struggles at the free throw line at certain times. But JT is stronger than their center. He's stronger than their whole front court. Front, yeah, front court. And this is, this is his game to bully the paint. He needs to, I say he needs like 20 points. I mean, if he to, has 20 points, they win this game. To your point. Last time out, he dropped 25 and 11. Yeah, that was one of his first big games that we were like, okay, JT is back. Yeah. Like, he is back from this injury. He's going to be a leader in this team. So he needs to do that again I think if he this wants. Is, this, yeah, the only way that they really win this game is they need to use JT like they did last time. And I think to, to go along with that, one thing JT has struggled with since that game that he needs to step up, I think that might make a difference, is free throw shooting. He shot 7 for 10 in that Arkansas game from the free throw line. I don't think we've ever seen him shoot anywhere close to that since then. He is, he's been one of the worst shooters on this or free throw shooters on this team, which you know last year was really good at free throw shooting. Obviously, we were without, the best team. The Mizzou was the best team yeah. in the country at free throw shooting. Obviously, without Jeremiah Tillman last year, but nevertheless, this team needs to make their free throws. I agree with you. Tillman has to have a big game. Uh, Pinson also had 23 in that game. Also, just to really quickly go back, was the Ole Miss game the first game that Mizzou lost when Javon Pickett scored 10 plus points? Wasn't I, that a thing? Do, is that a thing? Wasn't that a thing? He, more recently, year. he's been more of a, of a scorer. Yeah. Ever since they put him in the starting role, he didn't start that game because he was, he was he was also on a, a bum ankle. Yes. Scoring he was. ten points, the second most points in the team, and he was probably seventy five percent. Yeah. That's probably why we lost by twenty one. Peyton, do you have anything for this Arkansas game that you? Uh, I see? was just I was gonna say what Kenny said essentially. This should be a game Jeremiah Tillman absolutely dominates like he did last game. Uh, the dude who I believe he was up against 
uh, Vanover, Connor Vanover, went 0 for 11 yep. the last game. That's not going to happen again because I don't even think he's starting. Uh, Arkansas was missing somebody. I forget his name. But he's going to be the dude that's probably up against uh, Jeremiah Tillman this I, game. I think it was Justin Smith they were missing. Justin Smith, yeah. Yeah. He's the forward. He is 6'7", 230. So probably a better matchup yeah. for them. So, but still JT not bigger still, than... JT still needs to go out and dominate again. Yeah. Uh, it would be... Hopefully this time we get a better Drew Smith performance than in the first Arkansas game, too. He didn't do a whole ton. Yeah, and I mean, he's he's been playing really well recently, so one would expect him to... Yeah, Drew Smith has won, like, what, two or three SEC three. Player of the Week yeah, since Yeah, he's won then. three. He's going to probably finish first, first team All-SEC. Oh, he'll SEC. be first team All-SEC, yeah. no doubt. And there's, they, there's no reason he shouldn't be. That's a good thing to bring up. Who Do you think anyone else from... Mizzou will make it in there? I do not think so. I don't I don't think anyone else is as... JT will be second, second team, team, I think. I don't uh, know if X will. X, I don't think... He needs think to make... finish strong. If e- he finishes... Sorry. If he finishes with, like, 10-plus for the rest of the season, I think there's a possibility. I don't think so. Is there I a third think there's team? too many guards. I don't know if there's a third team. Okay. Well... I think there's just two, so... It's just Drew. Probably... Drew's probably the most consistent player on the yeah. team, so that's why it just makes so much sense for him to make Drew's it. Drew's honestly the best, as much as I hate to admit it. And JT um, can make it as a forward, so... J- yeah, JT can make it as a, I think, second team. Uh, Drew will make first team, no doubt. Uh, Xavier Pinson and Kobe Brown I could see getting honorable mentions, because I know they do that. And then Mark Smith will not get anything. <laughs> Just needed to clarify yeah. that. I would like to say that um, Mizzou is. Oof. Geez, Loud. Peyton. Mizzou is five and zero in rally for Ryan games. That's true. Last, yeah, but last hey. year they played. Last year they played Arkansas, mm-hmm. and Muscleman got some heckling from our bench. Oh, shout That's out from us! Yeah, Sh- shout out. Uh, our friend Tyler. Tyler. That is my favorite memory of him at any Missouri basketball game. It's yelling at Eric Musselman. It was so funny. And the mo- <laughs> the most like the probably the, the word he said the most was Diet Coke because yeah. like Muscleman loves his Diet loves Coke. Loves his Diet mm-hmm. Coke. Would make this so much better since we're not going to be at the game because Mizzou is not nice. Is that if Muscleman gets ejected? I yep. will be on cloud nine. They, he yeah. got ejected game ejected. one. So I don't is, see it happening. Muscleman again, is not a well liked character amongst. <laughs> The Missouri faithful. There's also, you know, the battle line rivalry. Oh, yeah, there is. The battle line trophy will be there this year, and we're not going to be able to see yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. We took a picture of it last year. I think that's really, yeah, we're 5-0 and in the Rally for Ryan games, but uh, are they always against Arkansas? Um, I, I don't see the full schedule. I'm I just reading know. something. From, I'm reading a press from last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, um, and we don't even get to go this year. Really, really brilliant move there by us. We're, well, they raised $500,000 last year. Honestly, looking at it, they're not going to have full capacity this year, so that's why they. I hope they don't raise a dime. That is because they don't let us in. Didn't let us in. Don't care. That's not a good way to get the sympathy. It's the reason I don't get to go see the Battle Line Trophy this year. (laughs) Why would I care? Oh yeah, because well, they raised five hundred thousand total for the whole, like for the whole event. Yeah. But two hundred fifty thousand comes at the game, so that's why. That's probably why they don't want students. Yeah, because if it's half capacity, I think that I think that like so to, to be God. fair, I, it is it is a little dumb. But to be fair, I think they expect grown adults who have more Jobs. steady steady incomes mm-hmm. to donate more money, which makes sense. Yeah, I know that's what they expect, and that's why we're not going. Yeah. but it's still dumb. Yeah, it's it's we annoying. pay to go to this school. Yeah, it's, well, our parents do. It's a contentious point. Um, right now, guys. 
Missouri obviously dropped a little bit in um, bracketology. But for ESPN, they have him as a five seed. Oh, my God. Oof. They dropped from a two to a five this two week. To a no, five. we were three, we were three, three? according to yep. ESPN. Who yeah. was the game against? Oh, it's going to be – oh, NBC had – was it NBC or CBS had – CBS. Mizzou playing KU in the second round. Really? That, that, that'll never happen. That'll never, no. ever happen. Um, right now, they would Missouri make so would much play – They would. That would. Uh, they're playing to, they would play Toledo. And then they would play the winner of the Texas. Gary Pinkle Bowl. <laughs> for all eight, for you two, I don't know if you. I don't. I'm Gary not Pinkle, from these parts. Yeah. Old, old the Mizzou coach before Barry Odom. Yeah, I know him. Came from Toledo. Oh, didn't. Yeah. Where is he now? Gary Pinkle. He got cancer and now can't coach. Oh. oh. I'm kidding. A, oh. Well, I'm kidding. He could coach now, but he did to get cancer, and that's why he left. It's unfortunate. But he's in remission. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah. I knew I knew his name. I just yeah. didn't know. Yeah, I know the statue. I didn't know when it was. That's mm-hmm. not him. Oh, wait, you're Who? right. That's not Who'd him. Who did you say? I said I knew the statue, but it's not Gary Pinkle because I'm dumb. <laughs> That's not Gary Pinkle. That's that? Gus Ferro. Yes. Oh, Ferro, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw a few of his teams back no, in my the, day. No, what's the... Um, shut up. <laughs> Who's What's the statue outside the basketball? Arena? Norm Stewart. No, I, Norm Stewart. I don't yeah, know yeah, for yeah. sure. No, that's who I was that's told. Norm, that's that's what I was thinking. That's what you're thinking of, right? Jack? Um, yes, yes. I'm just dumb. Um, no, you're Jack. <laughs> oh, thank you. Domer. Dude. You um, need a Domer alert sound effect. So if Mizzou da, 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 da. beat Toledo in this Domer. projection, they'd play the winner of uh, Texas. Who honestly, oh. that's a, that's a. Eh, I don't know. That could be a that could be They're a fifty fifty team, but but then if Texas get blown up Texas, Texas is playing Liberty, who Mizzou obviously beat. So if Liberty pulls that upset, they'd play Liberty again. We need Liberty to win every single game for the rest of the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes Mizzou look better. And then that's true. And then they're in Ohio State's region, and then Villanova is the two seed, which honestly is probably the best. I think that's the best region you could ask for. Is this all in Indiana? Who's the right? one seed? Yes, Ohio State. Okay. You said this is all in Indiana, correct? Yeah. Yes. Ohio State are very good, but I I don't know. I you, I would you, take them over a Gonzaga or a Baylor or a Michigan. I know you well, don't yeah. like Baylor and Gonzaga. What are you checking up on there, Mr. It's not Cameron. that I don't like them. It's that I I don't know. I think they could oh, lose. Oh, God, he's laughing. What is he? What is he? Yeah, what are you looking at? I found at? a duck with a mask on. Why? I don't know. My dad sent it to me. <laughs> wow. That was very what? out of left field. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Well Um, wait, can we do a one projection? Yeah. So based on this one loss, I'm not even gonna factor in the Arkansas game. I say Mizzou drops to like seventeen. I say eighteen. I'm gonna I say think they deserve to drop eight spots for that. I'm just gonna look at the rankings because I wanna see who else is around here. Um I feel like they'd stay above Tennessee. I'm going to say... Mm, did they Tennessee should. lose? They should. Yeah, did Tennessee, Tennessee lose? lost to Ole Miss as well, though. Yeah. Well, what did Tennessee lose this past week? I don't think so. But I well, think from, from a matchup standpoint, they'd keep them above Tennessee. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Tennessee beat Georgia and Kentucky in their last two games. I'm going to say eh. I'm gonna say 15. I'll be a little more optimistic. If it's that high, honestly, I'll if be surprised. If Arkansas wins, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Mizzou beats Arkansas. If Mizzou beats Arkansas, I'll say If we 15. lose to Arkansas, I think 20. we drop to 21. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be in 20-25 range. Yeah. I don't think 25. It'd, be, it'd probably be like 20 It'd be like 22. Yeah. yeah. It'd yeah. be disappointing. Yeah. It, it would be, yeah. Drop from 10 <laughs> It to... would be disappointing is what it would be. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, quick thing before we go to break. Yes. Mizzou basketball has more wins than Kansas basketball and Kansas football combined this year. Look at us. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good I'm pretty stat. sure Kansas football only had like one win. Yeah. Kansas, 
Did they wouldn't beat anybody? It doesn't matter. They're KU. Yeah. Kansas. Can they even count the wins? They didn't get. <laughs> they oh, they let had, anybody into Kansas. They had 18 votes in the last uh, poll. Well, Kansas is going to be ranked now because they beat Cade Cunningham. Oh, that's who was true. Ranked, so. Oh yeah, we did. We watched that game. We did watch we did. that game. Shout out Cade Cunningham. All right. Well, that'll probably wrap it up for some basketball discussion. But when we come back, we're going to talk. NFL, you don't want to miss it. This is The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. Fire threatens everything in its path. When it threatens our nation and our communities, we respond. We bring the fight to the front line. The Army National Guard stands ready to face the dangers of Mother Nature and protect our homes and our neighbors. We will always be there when your community needs us the most. Discover more about all the ways you can serve part-time in your community by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association at this station. KCOU would like to shout out East Side Tavern. It's the bar that's bizarre. Downtown Columbia's best karaoke comedy club. With a huge selection of drinks and activities and themed nights every week, East Side is a solid place to hang out. rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Peyton is raising the roof in the studio. Um, we're going to talk some football, guys. Um, but firstly, Kenny, are we ready to welcome in the special guest? Um, I think he's here. Okay. That's well, not reassuring. Without further ado. One second. Oh, oh he's here. Oh, yeah. Okay, Kai without here. further ado, we'll welcome in our special guest. Joining us for the second time, making his second appearance on The Unwritten Rule. It's our good friend Kai. Kai, how you doing? I'm good. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. We got a fresh ox in the studio too, so it's uh, I think it's a lot more like crisp now. But thank you for joining us, Kai. And uh, yeah, shall we shall we just dive right into it, gents? Let's dive in. All right. Um, what would you guys like to talk about first? Super Bowl or the other the other big news? JJ Watt. Oh, uh, we can start with JJ Watt. All right, Kenny. Do you just want to do you just want to start? Um. Yeah. Uh, this morning, I saw the Twitter notification that the Texans had released J.J. Watt. And, you know, at the time, I, like, thought, you know, I, I didn't think he was ever going to play in a Texans uniform ever again after that season. And, you know, he's not really tight with the franchise anymore, as the, the kids would say. But They would? They would. Yeah, they would say. Um, but I, I think it's, it's a good time for him to go um, leave when the – team is at its lowest and you know he asked to be released you know mm-hmm. at that point you know this guy put his whole life into the city of houston 
And to know that it's that bad that he would just give up, you know, not give up, but like not want to be here anymore. It makes sense. And it shows like how bad this franchise has become in literally just one year. It has not been a year since DeAndre Hopkins was traded. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that is true. ridiculous. Like this team was great. This team was a playoff team. They were better than the Colts. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I I wish him the best. I hope he succeeds wherever he goes. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He was snubbed at the 2014 um, MVP just because he's not a quarterback. But you know, that's how sports are. And it's true. It's a money game. So we'll see. Let's hope. Let's hope he joins a, a you know, a team that a will contender? a contender. Yeah, a Super Bowl contender. Peyton, you have any thoughts on the the JJ Watt deal? Yeah, I thought at the very least the the Texans did it as well as they could have because they apparently could have traded him and gotten like actual like good draft picks for him, but they instead like decided to release him and let him choose where he wants to go next. Uh, so that's good on them, but. This is like yet another move that's just that just proves like how weird the Jack Esterby era has been in Houston. We don't even know when he was born. Yeah, you look on his Wikipedia, it says born in either 1982 or 1983. Who? So I'm convinced he's a robot. He's the Texans' new president. Yeah. They don't say when he was born. No, he was a team chaplain for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, six years ago. Then he was a character coach for the Patriots. And then the Texans were like, that's who we want to run our football team. A robot who was manufactured in the 80s. A robot. Oh, and yeah, it does, not wrong. It he's does com- say. Yeah. He's completely run this team into the ground. I think we should all apologize to Bill O'Brien, actually, because I don't think he's the reason that things like the D-Hop trade have happened. All right. Kai, you got any thoughts on the, on the J.J. Watt situation? I think it's kind of surprising that uh, they just released Watt, but ignore Watson's demands, personally. I mean, I know he's a quarterback and everything, but I saw it coming. I thought it would come out maybe like a month earlier than it did. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm excited to see where it goes because he's been one of my favorite players yeah. on the division rival for the last 10 years. So. <laughs> oh, you're rooting for the enemy. I see, I see, I see how it works now. <laughs> you didn't like Thanks Andrew so. Luck? Oh, I, I loved Andrew Luck. Actually, never mind. I'll take that back. I just liked Andrew Luck because he was from Houston and he went to the high school next okay. near my home. You didn't like how he was like, "Oh, good sack, good sack." Like, sack? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, he would always. Yeah, well, Andrew Luck's re-signing with the Colts this offseason. Yeah. You know? Is he right coming no. out of retirement? Yeah. yeah, he is. No, Kai. Speak of, speak no, of your not. propaganda, Kai. Tell us why he's coming you didn't back. Here, Kai. I have seen the text message. It's it doesn't mean anything. Andrew Luck was so inspired by Peyton Manning's Hall of Fame <laughs> ceremony, and he was like, "You know what? I'm gonna come back, and he's gonna suit up for us next year." You know, he was like, "I'll give Philip a ride for a year, send him out on a playoff loss, come back, win the Super Bowl next year." Bold predictions. Bold predictions on the show already. Um, I'll just say, you know, with the with the whole JJ Watt situation, I'm interested to just kind of see where he goes. I'm looking at like a top five contenders right here, and the first one is. The Pittsburgh Steelers, which I feel like that would be so scary because isn't their their defense already super elite? It would also unite the three Watt brothers in one team. It'd be TJ, JJ, and Derek. I think mm-hmm. that one makes the most sense other than the Packers. Yeah. Because he would go back home, and he wouldn't be far from his wife who plays for the Chicago Fire. 
And, you know, I think the Bears. I have, Peyton doesn't agree with this. I'll tell you this. where he's not going. He's, he's not going to going the to Chicago Bears. We have so much to money with his wife. sunk into that D-line mm. already. There is no chance we are signing some old dude who, hurricane money joke, I can't say it, legal reasons. Uh, <laughs> he's not coming to Chicago. It's just, it doesn't, it's not going to work. Yeah, I I mean, I don't, I don't, I agree with you, just considering how good Chicago's D-line already is. Another one is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it says. I, I did see that, but that's, that's mostly just our friend Brandon, who came on last, last week. Yeah. That, that's literally just him on Twitter. He just keeps, keeps typing it on his little keyboard. And CBS picked it up and was just like, yeah. oh, a lot of people think that. He's like, oh, this guy went to the, it's just Brandon. to the parade without a mask on, and <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, is he part of the team? I guess Brandon's not down with JPP. What? Leonard, Leonard Fournette. <laughs> Good job! Woo! I didn't even get it. You down with JPP? Yeah, you know me. No. Never heard that song? No. Not muting your mic for the rest of the show. That's Sorry. your fault. <laughs> uh, and then the other one they have listed on here is Baltimore. Wait, 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 wait. Kai, 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 Kai. Did you understand my joke? I barely heard your joke. Oh. <laughs> now it's over. You can't tell it again. Um, also, shout out uh, a family friend of mine who coached. He didn't coach JJ, but he coached um, TJ and Derek in high school. You know what Derek's name could be? DJ. DJ. His initials oh, yeah. are DJ. Yeah. But he wanted he had to play fullback and be different. <laughs> We're on to you, Derek. We're on to you. How would you. How would you feel about JJ joining the uh, best defensive tackle in the league? Are you saying the Colts? He's yeah. not going to the Colts, buddy. You have you have no room for him, <laughs> buddy. He's going no to. Cleveland. He's not going to that yeah. ghost town. I've been to Indy. There's nothing there. Which Indy ghost was fun. Town? Are you kidding me? You're not even from Indy. How are you defending it? <laughs> <laughs> the same way you defend Houston. I'm from Houston. You're from. Just because I, I my license says Columbia now or whatever, <laughs> yeah. I'm still from Houston. Do you want me to read your address? No, no. <laughs> Can we do that? No. Is that illegal? No, it's yes. just for fan mail. We're sending him fan mail. That's not how fan mail works. <laughs> Preferably boxes. <laughs> oh, God. Of sharp objects. <laughs> Lord. Um, what was I going to say? Now you made me forget what I was going to say. I think Cleveland. That could Cleveland? be an interesting spot for JJ. I don't think he'll go there. But, I mean, Olivier Vernon is old and washed and might not be back. They need a good compliment to Miles. Why not make it JJ? Does he play the same end spot as Miles Garrett? Or does he play on the other side? I think he can change he it. Can, I yeah, don't think it matters. Yeah, yeah, it probably doesn't matter. It's a very good point. Oh, Kenny, I was going to say, Indy was a nice town. We went there. There was nothing there. That's not true. There's so, Lucas Oil. We went to Lucas Oil, and we took pictures in front of it. We tried to break in. That's no, true. we didn't try we, to no, break we, in. We tried we to tried. say... Really? No, we tried Really? To, I hope we, the Indiana no, police are no, listening we in. we tried to say that we were like... A part we of tried, the band. Yeah, we were tried to say that we were part of a band because there was like a high school band competition going on. So we tried to go watch it, and they were like, you can go buy tickets on the other side. And they said, oh, we're not selling them to like people who aren't part of the school anymore. But Oh, that's dumb. So it didn't work. Um, here's a good uh, thing we could put up about Indy. Uh, comparing it to Chicago, which one's better? Kai... Give your take. <laughs> do I even need to say anything? Like, <laughs> I think you do because this isn't a debate. I agree with you. But I think you're on the <laughs> wrong side. Tell us Indy, why, Kai. Indy's the better football town. Uh, I mean, if oh, you look back at that. Super Bowl XL, 
you know, we did beat the Bears in the Super Bowl. It so. doesn't count. A Mickey Mouse Super Bowl where you faced Rex Grossman with Peyton Manning and didn't win by more than three possessions shouldn't count. We should have another Lombardi. If we even had Jay Cutler, we would have beaten them by three scores. We should have gifted you a trophy because yes. we didn't beat you by three scores. Jay Cutler gave you up on his own team. You didn't beat Rex Grossman with Peyton Manning. By more hey, than this three is why scores. Your brother is going to have a better Twitter than you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even follow my brother on Twitter. That's the second time in a row we've. Do had not the give out, out my brother's at on um, air. Riddle me this, Chicago man. Um, who Chicago beat? Man. There was a there was a game this year between the Colts and the Bears. Who won? Oh, he beat Nick Foles. Woo! I'm trembling. That's real impressive. Are you excited about Carson Wentz? No, because we're <laughs> not getting Carson. In fact, Kyler. Kyler Braddock's team is getting Carson Wentz. You're well, giving up a you're giving up no. a first and two future seconds for Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, I that's mean, right. We'll lose all hope in the Colts if we trade for Carson Wentz. Well, it's happening, Bucko. Wait, you know what, Peyton? I'll, I'll join you in Chicago if he comes to the Colts. We got a new fan in Chicago. <laughs> Ladies, has never actually been to Chicago, just like how. Yes, I have. You know, Kai's never been to Indianapolis. It's true. Oh, how wait, are really? you a Colts fan? Wait, then? what? <laughs> so it's better, but you've never been. Yet, no. Kai, oh. yeah, how are you a Colts fan? I liked Peyton Manning when I was like three. They, they don't have a football team in Hawaii. That's where Kai's from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Up Makes in the sense. Yukon? That's not Hawaii. The upper P? <laughs> That's not Hawaii. None of those places are anywhere close. Northwest Territories? <laughs> Canada? This is just poor geography. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> Kai. Kai, are you Canadian? I don't, could be. Don't respond this to This is ludicrous. All right, we're transitioning to the Super Bowl. Talk about the Super Bowl. I was really disappointed. What did you think, Kenny? Um, honestly, <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> that was just a little awkward the way you brought me in for that. I'm sorry. Um, you know, going into this game, I was going to ride with Brady no matter what, just like how um, our friend Kai here is a huge Peyton Manning fan. Yeah. Growing up, my quarterback was um, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. And it wasn't going to be David Carr and it wasn't going to be Matt Schaub. Um, I was Why little, do you what? have like Why Matt, not Matt Schaub? Schaub? Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub. Was a top, he, he yeah, was a for top two years, 10 two QB years, for then, a few years. And then the city crucified him. Like, there was... That's dude, your guys' that's fault. That's not my fault. Yeah. You didn't appreciate I didn't greatness. Care. I didn't care. Like, he had two good years. He was good. He led the league hey, in Matt Schaub had more loyalty to Houston than Deshaun Watson has had. That's true. But also, Facts. Houston Texans fans, you know, they can get upset about all this stuff. More people sit in the parking lot to tailgate during the whole game. That people go inside that stadium. Really? That's yes. like everywhere. Yeah. No, but it's but people complain about it, but they don't even go to the games. Right. Like you can complain, then if you want to keep complaining, then don't give them your money to sit in the parking lot. That's fair. Fair enough. That's fair. Packers fans do that too. I mean, they but don't. They don't complain, even, like. But, but those those fans will actually go into the game. Yeah. The, if anyone has like like a spot in those lots, they're not going in. Yeah. They're actually just staying there. That's dumb. Dang, that is unfortunate. Probably because Texans fans are new. Like all the Oilers fans, like I, I promise you, not Tennessee Titans fans. They, fans. they moved. They moved to Nashville. Yeah, but I, I don't even think. I feel like they're just not even fans anymore. Like my dad was an Oilers fan. He just doesn't even care. Right. Like he he just, probably is not like a football. Yeah, he's not. Just, he's just football fan. He doesn't yeah, root for the Texans. Right. Um, but this game, it was a great game uh, for Tom Brady. An even greater party after 
He looked so youthful. <laughs> he looked awesome. Saw a little tipsy Brady. I've never seen that before. Neither. And this I. was just like I was watching these videos and like he could have just been seasick. Just thinking of Brandon at the, at that thing and just witnessing this, like I I can understand why like he's still on cloud nine about Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl. Anti mask. Anti masker Brandon. I'm sure they. I'm sure that yeah the Tampa fans were happy just to see their team win something in football. I mean because they've never. When was the last time they went to the Super Bowl? Was it Gruden? Two thousand two. Yeah. When they played the Raiders, right? Yes. They won that game. That's they did. That's more recent than a lot, a lot of franchises. That's fair. But they've Spoiled. been... Spoiled. That's what I would... Spoiled? what I would say. They've been garbo since Brandon's then, Brandon's like, if you guys weren't here during the Josh Freeman days, then, then you, you can't don't, post. You can't, dude, you won a Super Bowl this century. It's fine. Yeah, Get it's over it. Would you ever be... Like, would you rather be heartbroken with, like, the Bears being, like, okay every year and then losing in the playoffs? Or just, like... I would a take garbage team. I would take one Super Bowl in garbage if that's what you're asking. Okay, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Um I was. I mean, obviously, it was always going to be tough for the Chiefs with their O line being as banged up as it was. Um, but I was just kind of disappointed. In the, I was really excited for this game. I just thought it would be a better game. Um, obviously, respect to Tom Brady for you know playing so well at the age he's playing at, still at the you know top or whatever. But. I was a little bit disappointed just just in the game itself. Kansas City only putting up nine points with that kind of offense. Um, there was a couple of plays where Patrick Mahomes did everything he could to get the ball off, and straight up his receivers just let him down and didn't didn't catch it. I forget who who did he hit in the face mask on the one when he went um, like that was Tyreek Hill. Was that Tyreek Hill? He sure. hit in the face mask. It's like you got to catch that man. Mm-hmm. Your quarterback went through all that effort. He's parallel to the ground, throwing mm-hmm. an absolute dot to you. You gotta catch it. Kai, right, um, tell us why uh, you were rooting for Brady in that Super Bowl. That is, I've never once rooted for Tom Brady in my entire life. I hate Tom Brady. I really needed Patrick Mahomes to win that game to uh, further my Patrick Mahomes goat status. But I, I, I guess there's always next year. So, I mean, now he's yeah, down. I was pretty disappointed in that game. Yeah, I can I can retweet your thoughts there, Kai. Mm-hmm. I I think like. Because what is he down seven to one in Super Bowls now? But like the Chiefs are going to be back. I think if you're a Chiefs fan, you can't be too bummed out. Like, obviously it sucks to lose a game, but you know they're that team isn't going to lose very many pieces, and they have Patrick Mahomes. They're going to be back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind the Chiefs will wind up getting probably a few more with Mahomes. Uh, but I'm glad Brady won. I was fully anticipating a Chiefs win, but hoping for a Bucks win. Got my wish. Brady's the GOAT as of now. Uh, that might change in, when we talk about it in 10 years with Mahomes but or Allen. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but I, I was happy Brady got seven. He's seven and three now, yeah. full disclosure. I think you said like seven and one. No, it's seven two one, the Mahomes versus Brady like, oh, amount. Because just to yeah. Kai's point, talking about how like some people think Patrick Mahomes could be the GOAT. You know, with his career projection, now he has he has to make up six Super Bowls in order to to tie Brady. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Well, well, the Chiefs will definitely be back. The Bucks, mm-hmm. though. I mean, Brady said after the game he's not going to retire. So are they gonna are they gonna be back? Do you think you know they're still they're still contenders next year? Do you, or do you think Brady's gonna finally drop off? It's really hard to believe he'll ever stop being good at football until his arm falls off or something. Um, I honestly think that I think this is probably Brady's last one. Um, I Ooh. thought I thought that 
when they beat the Rams, I had a Snapchat story come up and it said, like, you know, I said goodbye, goat. You know, this has been real. That's six rings. You know, mm-hmm. no one's ever gonna, no one's ever gonna pass you up. I didn't really think he would ever be back in this stage, especially after losing to the to the Titans. I don't know, you know, his last, last throw year, yeah. was a pick six. Yeah, and I was like, how is he ever gonna come back from this? And he just like Brady, just lo- looking like seeing him out there. Like I've never seen him have this, this much fun. Like it's just a totally n- new Brady, a new like almost a new person. And I think I think he got what he wanted. You know, he wanted to prove to everyone that he can do it with anyone. You know, he did it under Bruce Arians, who's also a f- fantastic coach. Mm-hmm. But everyone thought it was just Belichick. And you know, I at, at this point, every quarterback's a system quarterback. Yeah, if if this, but year... it comes with talent. Like I'll wait one second. It comes with talent because you know, if it's exact same team, and you put um, who am I thinking of? Who's like, who's there the year before? Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston oh. in this exact same position, he's not winning the Super Bowl. No, I, yeah, I agree. With I agree you. with that. Well, I have, because they had him in the same offense last year, mm-hmm. and he won seven games. So, if this year wasn't proof about if it was oh, is it Brady or Belichick that it was Brady, then the people will never be convinced. Yeah, I agree with you there. I have a kind of an interesting question to pose. This was a a, a buddy of mine messaged me this. And I don't know how good of a comparison this is, so I kind of just want your guys' thoughts. Um, he had said that Tom Brady moving to Tampa Bay was a was a worse move or a more like disrespectful move than Kevin Durant going to Golden State. I do not agree with that. I also didn't agree with because no, he yeah, went. I don't agree. It's not like Tampa Bay was coming off a Super Bowl win, right? They mm-hmm. weren't coming off the greatest team of all time. It's not like the Bucks beat the Patriots in the playoffs. Yeah, and but you also look at it the. The team that um, KD joined was honestly, you can just by record, is the greatest team of all time. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. had the most wins in a season ever, three All Stars, like a huge bench. They just blew a three-one lead after coming back from a three-one lead. Like it's one of the greatest teams of all time, and that's not what Brady did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for for KD's move, obviously gets him a ring, but like it's just like for that move was just plugging his talent into that team and just running it back. With Tom Brady, for me, it proves it cements his legacy as a a leader, not just a player. Like he took a team, you know, that was down pretty bad after last season, and not single-handedly. And yes, he had a lot of help, and they had a very balanced roster. But some part of Tom Brady's leadership had to contribute to this kind of a turnaround, where they go and win the Super Bowl the next year in his first season. So I agree with you. I think it's a not that's definitely not a worse move. But I was just curious because I thought that was a an interesting debate. Um, you guys have any other, other final thoughts on the the NFL before we send it to a break? Kai, <clears throat> Kai, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, what are your thoughts on the debate? Uh, I agree with Kenny's earlier point that I think that's probably Brady's last. I don't think the Bucks will be in the Super Bowl next year, but I bet against Brady this year and I lost again, so you never know. Uh, and then I, I don't think the 2019 Bucks compared to the 2020 bucks and then like i don't think brady going there is anywhere near kd to the warriors Mm. i think that nobody will ever really come close to what kd did in a way i mean if you feel that way about him anyways like Mm -hmm. negatively but yeah i I think the the bucks roster wasn't as talented in nfl terms as golden states was Mm -hmm. at all i think brady was a large part in them winning a, a super bowl uh, Kai, what would your baseball like to what KD did signing with the Warriors? Give me a give me a baseball like reference to it. Dang, you put you do this to me, Kenny. Yeah, I, I want to know. I want to know who you think 
It would be. You want, you want me to say <laughs> know, price to Philadelphia? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was. Yeah. But yeah, t- tell hey. us how you felt about that. I still love Bryce. I've never stopped loving why? him. Why? He's the reason that I got into baseball. And so oh. that's a big part of the why. That's why I'm a Nationals fan. But as far as like leaving the Nationals, go be a Philly fan, that's that never crossed my mind. But I just remember when that happened. Uh, I just set my phone down and just sat there for like 20 minutes. I'm like, well, this sucks. It's the reason uh, you won the World then, Series, though. You had the money to sign Corbin. You were, I mean, clearly he was a dead weight to you guys. Couldn't make it past the NLDS with him, and then you won the World Series the first year he's gone. Just saying. I might sound like a terrible fan right now, but I would rather have 13 years of Harper with a chance of winning a World Series in those 13 years than our 2019 World Series. Oh, well, Ooh. you're wrong, but <laughs> that's a completely different debate. I mean, we can talk about that in, you know, when we come back because we're going to – we'll send it too quick, but we'll dive right back into baseball. So, uh, yeah, with that, you know – that's the Super Bowl. We'll see what happens with the Bucks and the Chiefs next year. We'll see if Brady can run it back. Honestly, wouldn't put it past him at this point. He's, he's definitely cemented his status as the GOAT. Um, but when we come back, we will talk about some baseball stuff you don't want to miss it. This is The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. You love them enough to do anything for them. Mom, I need to be wiped. Coming. Including checking NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. I'm jumping in with my clothes on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Saturday in Columbia is KCOU Sports Saturday. Tune in right here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia for all-day sports talk starting at 9 a.m. Cap off your Sports Saturday with coverage of Mizzou football from the student voice of the Missouri Tigers. Don't just Saturday, KCOU Sports Saturday. Welcome, welcome back. The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. We're going to dive just right into some baseball stuff. Um, Kenny, Peyton, give the give the people of the airwaves the updates on, on free agency, on what's going on in the MLB in the, in the offseason. Are we going to have a lockout? You guys have been um, you guys have been stressing that point. I'm I'm I, curious. I think we Where's are. Where's my mic? Sorry, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I think we're gonna have a lockout. Um, I don't know when, but this market it's just been so weird, mm-hmm. like to say the least. Like to, to start it off, like one of the first big moves that kind of broke it was like Blake Trinan making as much money as like regular closers, and he's not even a closer. Yeah, Blake Trinan kind of broke the market. The Dodgers did that. The Dodgers like just. Like, they, they knew that they wanted Trinan back. They did it quick. They offered him a bunch of money just to, like, make other teams panic almost. You know, Liam Hendricks made a lot of money. He's the best reliever in baseball. Um, other than that, the one thing I do not like is that I think Trevor Bauer was definitely overpaid. Yeah. And I... Oh, absolutely. I do not... Like, I cannot tell you enough how much I do not like Trevor Bauer fans. I'm not going to say a comment I had last time about Trevor Bauer fans, but he's just a terrible person. And he, he thinks he's like the 
the best pitcher in baseball. You won a Cy Young on a deflated season. You know, 60 total games played. And, you know, you're a pitcher that's never reached 200 innings pitched in a season. Like, that's mm-hmm. – like, if you want to be good, you're not – like, you're not that good. You made the All-Star team once. You were a Cy Young winner during – Mickey Mouse Cy Yeah, Mickey yeah, Mouse. Say, Mickey Mouse to make it worse, he accepts it. And it's ridiculous. And his whole trolling with the Mets, you know, you, I bet Mets fans were upset that they didn't get a dominant pitcher, you know. You know, be happy. You know, yeah, be, be happy, happy you, you did not get Trevor, Trevor Bauer. Bauer. The Dodgers, you know, they can do whatever they want. They're coming off a World Series, and they just added another decent pitcher. But Trevor Bauer's career career ERA through nine seasons is almost four. It's 3.9, and that is ridiculous. You you cannot tell me this guy is a top-ten pitcher in the league, and, like, you think this Cy Young is— That's a starter, right? He's not a reliever. Yeah, he's a a starter, which makes it worse. Yeah. And it's—I just don't get it. I, is, I really don't. There is an image that compares Trevor Bauer's career stats to Tanner Roark's career and it's stats. The, it's like, like right. Tanner Archie Roark Bradley. is better. Tanner Roark. Oh, yeah, Tanner Roark is better. Has a lower ERA, better win loss record, which doesn't matter. More games pitched, lower whip, everything. Tre- Trevor Bauer is Tanner Roark that trolls on Twitter. Uh, to make it even better. Baseball Reference is like it's where I get all my numbers and stuff. They'll they'll do comparisons to players. The number two similar like similar pitcher on this list. Do you know who it is? Archie Bradley. No, uh, I'll let. Uh, um, Kai. 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 You guess. Guess who the second like pitcher similar to. Uh, Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer, Trevor is. Bauer. Yeah. Oh man. It's a pitcher close to my heart. Oh, Pablo Lopez. No. <laughs> Mike Fires. Oh, God. They are so similar. The first one's Chris Young, which is even better because Tyler hates Chris Young. But just (laughs) the comparison is just there, and it makes sense. And the Dodgers, this was honestly a terrible move. I just don't like it. I hated it, it, yeah. Yeah. I hope your team self-implodes in the locker room because this is ridiculous. Wow. Some real real anguish. Not anguish. Speaking with the heart. Outrage, yeah, outrage. Kai, how do you feel? I'll let you take the mic. I think Trevor Bauer is definitely overpaid, but it's the Dodgers. They can do what they want, whenever they want, really. Uh, but I think at best he's maybe a number two or a number three on a staff. I don't think he's anywhere near ace level. He is the number three on that staff. And he's no getting doubt. paid ace level. Yeah, getting paid like the best pitcher on the planet. Is he getting paid any more than the, the other two guys uh, yeah, above he, him? Walker Bueller, the true ace on that staff right now, is has a two-year, $8 million contract right now. Oh, my goodness. That's his contract. Well, he's also, like, still arm eligible. Yeah, like, that's but the issue. still. He's still his rookie deal. Yeah, still I know, I know that. He still has, like, two more years until he's oh, going to get okay. like, a That's deal. why he signed yeah. that deal. But still, the true ace of that staff is not is not being paid well, so maybe it's at a the bit, ace level. Maybe it's a bit smart for the Dodgers to just get what they can out of Trevor Bauer adds depth, even if he's a bit overpaid, until they have to pay. Well, they're gonna want him gone after right. two years, exactly. anyways. Exactly. So. That's why they added op- they added opt outs into his contract. Yeah, which is something that makes sense because he's they they better hope he opts out because he's gonna have a three six ERA this year. He seems like the type of character that won't get enough game time and then opt out or something like that, or just be upset with the team right. because they're not they're not using their shoulder rods to maneuver their arms every five seconds <laughs> so they don't tear their QCRL and give me random other things. Yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. That is that does seem pretty ridiculous. Any other free agency stuff before we dive into the real debate? I'm just kidding. But uh, Kai, you want to talk about all the phenomenal signings the uh, Nats have made? Well, the Washington Nationals are uh, on a quest to go 
win 70 games this year. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I've hated just about every move they've made. I'm not excited at all to watch this season other than for Soto, Turner, and Scherzer. You not rocking with uh, John Lester? <laughs> no. Kyle Schwarber? You can have him back. No, you can have him. No, I'm not asking yours. for he them. No, nope. nope. they're all yours now. All yours. Ryan Zimmer. I mean, we've added like five 35-year-olds. I'm not, you know, I don't <laughs> know what they're trying to do. But outside of Brad Hand I, and Josh Bell, maybe, I've hated every move. So, Fair enough. All righty. Well, should we, should, um, we, should we get guys? Kenny, go ahead. One last thing. Uh, yeah. Peyton quote tweeted this thing during the show, but um, – Trevor Bauer said, sad to see The Athletic become a gossip blog. Oh. Like, yeah, are, are you shut serious? Shut up and pitch. That's just dis- shut up and that's pitch, just disrespectful. Honestly, all, of all of, like, the publications, The Athletic is the best. The Athletic is the mm-hmm. best. That's why that, it costs money That's to disrespectful. That is disrespectful. It's and very has, well wrote. They have 1,400 likes. There are 1,400 mm-hmm. dumb people on Twitter liking that, this stuff. I think it's ridiculous. That is, that is ridiculous. They're, they have loads of awesome writers there. Yeah. It's, like, legitimately a collection of, like, the best sports writers in the business. Shut up, Trevor Bauer, please. <laughs> Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer's out here clowning. Um, all right, Kai. It's it's uh it's time to get your take. Who do you think is is gonna win in this Godzilla versus King Kong debate extravaganza? So I think you guys have all overlooked like the one most important aspect here, and uh, that's marketability, and that's King Kong. He's winning. What? Oh my gosh. Are it you? Is, what are you talking? It's not even a contest. Have you ever been to Japan, Kai? Have you? <laughs> no, yeah, but gonna... <laughs> do you know how big Godzilla is over there? Godzilla is the man. The myth. Hey, the legend. We're in the United States, all right? Hey, listen. Godzilla is still just as well-known, if not more beloved, considering the amount of people siding with Godzilla, than King Kong is. Agreed. So, that, I mean, marketability, who cares? Who cares? Hey, I know it's going to break your heart when Godzilla loses, but Look, he's going to lose. When Godzilla goes thermonuclear and melts... Got uh, King Kong into a puddle of nothing. We'll see. So, no one's gonna be like, oh, but look how marketable King Kong is. <laughs> Can you market a puddle? They're not gonna let him die like that if he's that marketable. Okay. <laughs> it does. You gotta think about it. Look, we're just talking about straight one-on-one action here, fighting. Like, it's not a contest. I don't. Yeah, it's it's it shouldn't even be. Why are they even making a movie about this? We For already real. know. We already know the outcome. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just. I think. Godzilla would win, but I don't think he's going to win. So King Kong's my pick. Wait, why don't you think he would? Why don't think he would win? Just because it'd be like an upset or what? Yeah, we got to have the underdog here. Oh yeah, honestly, like he's not wrong. You're taking the underdog. Oh my god, you're, you're taking the villain. Like, why do you want what the villain to win? There's no one who's it's a, not villain. a villain. There's no villain, villain aspect. I'm just talking straight facts right now. Yeah. Okay, in a fight one on one. Godzilla is winning every time. Yes. 100%. They they're not going to give it. They you think they're like they're going to give it to like how, let me do this in Star Wars terms. Okay. For okay. The listeners. You think they're going to give it to Darth Vader? God, over his son? Godzilla this Darth is Darth epi- Vader and No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This is episode no. 6. You know what? No, 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 no. Stop. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> 
It's it's broken out into a, a physical altercation. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm back on my mic. Um, you you click King Kong's winning. This is ridiculous. You click something on the keyboard and it like started typing a bunch. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. My bad. Um, go ahead, Kai. Sorry. <laughs> ridiculous. I, that I, was. I just think King Kong's a win. You know, Peyton can talk about his atomic breath or his radiation or whatever, his swimming ability. You know, he can go on and on. There is the no... Day, you're literally making my King case Kong's for winning. me right now. King Kong's winning, Peyton. How? How is King Kong even touching Godzilla? With his fist. <laughs> How is he getting anywhere near him? How is Godzilla not just obliterating, it, obliterating him? Exactly. Exactly. This guy's got nothing. He's got nothing. <laughs> All right. King well, Kong's gonna win. I got nothing, but he's gonna win. Marketability, <laughs> but he's gonna win. Marketability. Marketability. Well, we asked for Godzilla too. We all wanted King Kong too. <laughs> well, we'll see if King Kong's marketability can outlast, you know, Godzilla being bigger, stronger, and having nuclear, whatever Peyton said. Um, breath. The nuclear breath. That'll probably that'll probably round it up there. You know, for the unwritten rule. Kai, thank you for joining us. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you, guys. Of course. Loved having you, Kai. And uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. You can catch the, you know, if you're just tuning in for some reason right now, this episode will be on Spotify, I think, tomorrow. So tune in for that. Kenny, any final words for the people while you've been? Um, TJ Yates was my quarterback growing up. That's what Luke wanted to say. <laughs> That's it. Interesting. All right. Well, that'll do it. Uh, this has been the Unwritten Last Rule. Last episode ever. Join us. Crazy. Nah, just same time, same place next week. Wait, wait. Say the thing. Say the thing. What the commercial. Thing? What? You oh, heard oh. it? Oh, the, the, both 24. Both 24. <laughs> and, uh, we'll catch you, uh, next time.